Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. On 1250 AM, the fan, we are presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Transitioning to basketball. You know, football, I look, we didn't get to, to talk about state champions, but we got to talk a lot about high school football. A lot of teams got a chance to play, and I, and I know that they feel really good about getting a chance to play, and there's some teams that said, boy, I wish we could have finished the deal. I wish we could have gone on and... And, and played for a state championship, but everybody feels blessed that they got some games in for sure. The teams that did. For the schools that are waiting for the spring, I don't know. I can't tell you. People have asked me, are you going to do a scoreboard show? Are you going to transition to, you know, to football again? And, and, and I don't know. I will, uh, I will have to take a look once we get a little bit closer. But now that we've transitioned to basketball, you know, I coached for a long time. And one of the things that I looked forward to. I mean, I literally would, would hold vacation time back. And I'd hold it and hold it and hold it. And then I'd use it that week between Christmas and New Year's for a very specific reason. Because the WBY shootout was something I adored. I loved it. Like, I love going to that. And, and it gets to the point that by day three, believe it or not, I am basketball out. And people are like, are you kidding? I go, no, I need two days off. I can't watch another high school basketball game. But that's, you know, for people that know me, even my wife said, you got to be kidding. I go, no, I, that's it. I can't do it anymore. I need a couple of days off. But I look forward to it every year. And I asked Mark Miller um, to join us because we're not going to be able to have the WBY shootout this year. And we have been such a proud um, radio station to be a partner with him on this for years. And it just saddens me. And that doesn't mean that he's going to stop doing what he does. The 36th annual Wisconsin basketball yearbook is out. It's as good as ever. It's the Bible for guys like me. I've got, you know, a copy in my office here. I've got a copy at my desk in, in at Intercom Milwaukee. Um, but I wanted to have Mark on and, and just uh, say how sorry I feel uh, for guys like, certainly for him and his family, but for guys like me that I, I'm not going to be able to spend three days watching high school basketball back to back to back to back. Uh, so Mark Miller's with us for a couple of segments today. Uh, Mark, uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. I know that uh, this has been a tough year for this stuff. Yes, no no question for, for all the student athletes and fans like you and I and media people and certainly the coaches and parents just been uh, a very difficult trying frustrating uh experience to go through all this and of course uh, that's low on the totem pole compared to the you know to the worldwide pandemic that we're experiencing and the people that are really suffering with it from a health perspective but uh, 
it's been tough to, to have all that taken away um, or at least severely reduced. Um, I thought you hit the nail on the head with the football season. At least you got some games in, and I kind of feel the same way right now about basketball. I, um, every day you're, you're finding about teams that, that, have to, that have started, that have had to stop because of a COVID uh, uh, um, on, on their team or maybe someone that they played against. So uh, it's, it's, uh, we're just kind of putting our head down and plowing through the season here and hoping that we can get as many games in as we can, hoping that a vaccine comes as soon as possible that you know, would really help to mitigate some of the concerns. But, uh, you know, after attending two games already this week, uh, it's just a totally different environment, obviously, in the gyms right now. And um, it's sad to see. And even even last night, you know, the Marquette-Wisconsin game, I mean, I was talking to a friend this morning, and, and we were talking about how loud it would have been oh. if I served last night uh, on that tip-in by Justin Lewis at the buzzer, you know, and just all the, all the people that would have been around downtown and, and – um, uh, you know, just enjoying, just enjoying a, a night out, and uh, you know, hitting the, the bars and restaurants afterwards. Uh, so it's it's been tough. It's been very tough, obviously, for everyone involved. Yeah, I and look, I and I agree with you. And and you know, first of all, the Justin Lewis kid seems like a special player to me. Boy, watching him last night, holy cow! As a freshman, he he's really good. Yeah, he certainly played you know, terrific last night, and. Um, you know, Marquette uh, made him a pretty high priority, obviously, and, and uh, Steve Wojciechowski, being from Baltimore, was a, the top uh, recruiter there for, for Justin, and, uh, you know, kudos to him for landing a player from that far away, and, um, you know, it was a great game. It was really fun to watch, and uh, I thought both teams really battled. I mean, yeah, obviously, there were some mistakes and some miscues on both ends, but that's to be expected, and, um, you know, the will to win was certainly there from both teams, and, uh you know, some big shots, particularly in the last two minutes of the game from both teams. And uh, exciting. It's it's just uh, it's too bad that there weren't a lot of fans in the stands. Oh. I'm sure there were a lot watching on television and listening on the radio. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's tough. And, you know, there's some great games, uh, high school games already. You know, uh, Menominee Falls Sussex last night was uh, was a big game, you know. And, um, Huge. Uh, big high school games uh, all over the state. And then, of course, we have our – you know, 80 or so, 90 or so, I guess, depending on the day of the week, schools that are shut down right now because of COVID, either either uh, kind of in a holding pattern, waiting for that CDC guideline to, to expire, or, uh, you know, like over here in Dane County and, in, and, and certainly in the city of Milwaukee, the, uh, the teams that haven't even started up yet and, you know, don't know if they're going to have a season. Uh, you know, will the pandemic subside enough where the health departments will allow them to participate in the sport? I mean, we certainly hope and pray that happens, but Right now, it's a it's a huge question mark, and uh, you know, I guess it, it doesn't look overly promising, but uh, no. you always hold out some hope. Mark, and, and look, I you, you're not a doctor, you're not a scientist, but I, you know, I I've I've have my opinion on this. Um, well, and and my opinion is, look, we we have got to get figure out a way to get these kids back to school and back, you know, where they're not playing sports to get them to play sports. You know, I li- I've lived in the city of Milwaukee my entire life, and I understand the importance of of basketball in the city of Milwaukee. And to not, to basically just say, no, we're not going to have it. And I know it wasn't that easy of a decision, but boy, I just, I, I think for the mental health of these kids and, and, and these families and these coaches and these schools, and we got to figure out a way to get these kids back playing. I, I just believe that, and I believed it in football as well. And they were able to, at least in a lot of the areas throughout the state, to figure that out. I, I just think to be to say, look, it's shut down, and we're not going to have winter sports. I think is uh, it's not the way to do this. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, you know, it's uh, obviously two sides of the coin. There, it's really a, a you know, kind of understand both perspectives there with the with the health, but I, I tend to agree with you that, uh, you know, if, uh, if Milwaukee Pius is playing, uh, even though they can't practice in their, or, or play games in the, in, in, you know, in their own school, uh, then why can't, you know, like Milwaukee Juno, what is it? What are they about a mile apart or whatever? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Why, why can't they play? Um, uh, you know, I, it's funny, you know, I think the athletic directors, uh, the coaches, the players, the parents, everyone involved in this, understands the sacrifices that you have to make to, to try to make a season go. Um, for example, when I was at uh, the Martin Luther Janesville Craig game on Tuesday, 
I think they let two people in per player. Uh, when I was up in Appleton on Thursday for the uh, Shayak and Xavier game, there were no fans there. Bay Conference rule, no fans. Wow. So it was basically a couple of media guys and, and the two teams and, you know, some JV kids that hung around. Um, but, you know, for the kids that were playing on the court, you know, they had masks on, of course, and, and sort of the officials and sort of the coaches. Um, I still think that it, 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 it gave them something to look forward to. It gave them something to be excited about. It, gave, it kept them engaged in the, in the school culture and in the academic world that they, they need to continue to uh, succeed at. Uh, so if you take that away, uh, you know, particularly in a city like Milwaukee and Madison, um, you know, where basketball is, like you mentioned, Mike, such a big thing, right. um, you know, suddenly not only uh, are they down, you know, because there's no basketball and there's no extracurricular activities besides basketball, um, but then you wonder about their academics. How engaged are they? You know, they're not seeing their teachers in the hallway every day. Um, and, you know, the online learning, uh, I think, if anything, we found out that that certainly isn't the same as, as, as being in person, um, you know, and, and interacting with kids and building that rapport with teachers and administrators every day. So I, I tend to agree with you that th- there is a way to do it. Uh, the administrators, the athletic directors, the coaches, players are all willing to sacrifice. They're willing to follow every single rule, um, you know, just to have the opportunity or the chance to play and to, to just say no to it all without giving them that chance um, it, you know, while their neighbors down the street are, are, are playing, uh, I think is, is, I agree with you. I think it's, it's uh, wrong. And, you know, uh, you should the WIA step in and say, Hey, look, we're going to, we're going to postpone this till January 1st. Uh, it's too late to do that now, of course, but uh, I, I kind of thought maybe they should do that. You know, let's, let's try to get everyone playing beginning uh, in January, early January and uh, push back that season a little bit. I mean, to start the regionals in mid-February is, is kind of silly, in my opinion. Uh, and, you know, if some teams advance further and, and uh, the football and the fall opportunities um, begin before the basketball season ends, well, uh, that happens uh, every year uh, in a normal year with, with football teams advancing to the to the state level and, and uh, basketball practice having already begun. So, um, you know, it's a, it's it's – a multifaceted thing but I, I agree with you that you know I think everyone should at least be given it the chance and if you follow all the rules and if you um, if you do have a COVID you have to shut down for 10 days or two weeks uh, so be it but um, at least give it give it give it that try and uh, and try to engage these kids because I think it would help them not only mentally which is huge obviously but it would also help them uh, stay engaged uh, more importantly you know from an academic perspective. Yeah, that's 100 percent. And that's been my feeling on this for uh, a long time. And, and, you know, I get a lot of pushback from from some some other coaches and some other people saying, you know, no, that I think the the exact opposite at this point. But but I, I just think that there's a way to do this thing and to keep these kids engaged. And you have to figure out. If, if what we're doing to them right now is going to be more harmful to these kids in the long run, right? We're, we're not, we don't have them engaged, like you said, with teachers in the hallway. We're trying to get them to, to, to go online and get their, their, their work done virtually. And I, I would, you know, I, I've talked to enough teachers off the record in the city of Milwaukee that said, look, it's real difficult. You know, the, the percentage of kids that we have engaged in this are, is really low. And now you take sports out of it because that was a carrot for us. We could get them more engaged if we were able to offer football and basketball, but we don't have that right now. So to have kids engaged and, and get on and get their homework done and get it in in time and be part of this, it's been very difficult, and we're losing these kids. And the the depression rate. I, I work out with a gal, Mark, that she works at a psychiatric hospital in Wauwatosa. And I said, hey, what has this done for you? And she said, oh, my goodness, I've never been busier. I said, really? And she said, not not even close, Mike. I'm working double shifts because I'm seeing kids, and I work with kids between 8 and 17. That's the age group. And I said, explain to me what I should be looking for because I've got grandsons in that that age group. And she said, real basic. If if one of your grandsons is normally very quiet and now he snaps on you all the time, or the kid that snaps on you all the time and is really quiet, pay attention. 
and eating wow. habits. If your son or daughter in that age group normally eats everything in the house and now they're not eating anything or the vice versa, she said really, really early signs of depression and you need to, uh, you need to make sure that you're having some conversations about. And I said, and you're busier than, she said, Mike, busier than ever. And she goes, I listen to you on, on, on your, your show and I don't always agree with some of the things you talk about, but I'll tell you this, we might be on the opposite ends of the spectrum politically, but we have to get these kids back in school and we have to get them back to practice and we have to get them back getting some energy around their friends. And she said, if this goes on much longer, it's going to be a really long time before we get some of these kids back. And she's a professional. This is what she does for a living. So, you know, um, hey, before we get to a break, any surprise that Dave Anderson's retiring? Uh, no, no, not at all. Boy, what a what a disappointing way for him to go out to. Uh, you know, not not that they're not doing a good job or anything like that, but just the, you know, this whole year and all the headaches that have been created from the from uh, COVID. You know, all the things that he's had to deal with that in a normal year you wouldn't have to deal with. Um, you know, and it was so disappointing, obviously, to to not have the state football championships this year. And, and uh, you know, the volleyball championships were at different sites. And, you know, you wonder what that's going to look like for basketball. Um, you know, it's it's just such a strange, weird, uh, unusual, never experienced before season, um, you know, for Dave to retire at this time. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm sure there's a part of him that just, just wants to get to, to June 30th and and exhale, um, you know, and, and uh, hand the baton over to someone else who hopefully as we go into next school year, things will be back to where we, we like to see them as far as the, uh, you know, the health and, and, the, and the pandemic where, you know, all this, all the sports and all the, the brewers and, and the restaurants and, you know, just everything, um, the businesses and in, 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 uh, throughout our state, you know, are back up and running and, and back doing uh, their normal routine. So, not a big surprise with Dave, you know, um, he's, he's done it for, for many years now and was an athletic administrator in high school and college athletics before that. And I guess the big question is now who, who would take over and what will the WIA look like at that point? Um, you know, there's uh, uh, there are challenges to high school sports right now. And I, I think the pandemic has, has uh, kind of um, accentuated some of those in, in, a, in a way. Uh, club sports are bigger than ever. Um, and, and yet, you know, I keep telling people, you know, they're all, always kind of giving the doomsday uh, report to me about high school sports and how, you know, clubs is going to take over and that's going to be the way of the future. And I said, well, tell that, you know, tell that to the people in Auburndale and, and tell that to the people in Randolph and right. tell that to the people when Kimberly and Kakana play, when the gyms are packed and the band's playing and the whole community's there. It's it's just a different, it's two different eggs. And, and you know, they're both very, very important. I'm not trying to, you know, build one up and cut the other one down. But uh, I, I do think that uh, that the way it's set up right now is, is, is good. You know, I mean, the kids get to experience the being with their, with their classmates and, and playing in front of their, their classmates and being in a, in a school community, you know, during the school year. And then, you know, uh, they can, they, they, you know, they can play AAU ball and, and um, you know, in April and May and, and June and July and, and uh, have that experience as well. So, I don't buy that it's the doomsday scenario, but uh, I think strong leadership is definitely needed uh, in the new hire that the WIA makes. Yep, I agree with that. Uh, He is Mark Miller. We're going to hold him over for another segment. Uh, We've got a new segment next uh, coming up that that, um, we have a new sponsor of, and and I'm excited about it. We're going to talk about some of the scores um, from this week. And there, there's a couple that really interest me. And don't forget, the, the 36th annual Wisconsin Basketball Yearbook is, is out. And if you have any interest in high school basketball, man, this is the Bible of it. And this is what you want to pick up. Uh, Mark, what's the easiest way for people to, to buy the book? Well, they can go to WBBY.com and uh, they can do one of two things. You can either order online or there's a listing of all the stores that they're being sold in. Uh, throughout the state of Wisconsin on that site as well. So it's uh, WBBY.com. There you go. We'll get to a break. Other side of the break, we will uh, look at some of the scores from this week, and we'll keep uh, Mark one more segment. Uh, After that, we're going to talk with Jed Hansen, who's the director of advertising for your local pick-and-save stores. want to thank him. Uh, for doing the stuff that he does for us and allow us to continue doing uh, shows like this. We will talk to our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week, then our Colonel Electric Superhero of the Week, Ty Mosler, 
from South Division is going to join us for a couple segments near the end of the show. So this is our first of many of uh, basketball shows, and I'm I, certainly blessed to have Mark Miller, who is uh, knows more about high school basketball than anybody in the state of Wisconsin. There's absolutely no doubt about that. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Girl, they told Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. If you are looking for bumper music, your grandma got run over by a reindeer, this is the wrong show, pal. I can tell you that right now. I, I just told Mitch, hey, Bark, I just told the producer I'd play these songs all year long if I could, but they won't allow it. But during this four or five-week span, man... This is what you're going to get when you turn on my shows 100%. Hey, let's talk a little bit. Um, this is a new segment we've got coming up, uh, and it is we're going to go a scoreboard, and we're going to look at some scores coming up now. They're playing basketball. Uh, all around the world. Uh, a lot of games. A lot of scores to keep up with. Any big upsets this week? What teams had a great week? And what teams need to get back to practice? It's time to look at this week's scoreboard brought to you by Citizens Bank, your partner in the community for your home, your business, and your life. Hey, Mark, a couple of scores that uh, that I want to touch on that... Uh, you know what? I don't know if this early if there can be any surprises, but I thought that Tosa East Sussex Hamilton game on on Tuesday was a surprise. Tosa East beating Sussex Hamilton. Were you surprised by that? Um, yeah, I think I think to a degree. Um, certainly, uh, uh, well, Tosa East has a has a roster of experience. Um, yep. And, and certainly has a very talented team, no question. Um, you know, when you look at Leon Bond, their, their junior uh, forward, our guard, they're kind of a swing man. Um, uh, you know, you look at uh, Charles Singleton, certainly Jay Hinson Jr. and Brian Parsich. Uh, you know, Mar- Marcus Embau is a is a football player, but he's also not a bad basketball player, and he presents some different some different looks for teams when they see this big, uh, uh, big, uh, huge, monstrous football player who's also <laughs> yep. pretty nimble on his feet. <laughs> Um, but you know those, they took their lumps last year. Uh, East did, and um, you know, um, but they were competitive. And, and then you know, you knew that they had talent. You know, they knew that they have kids that can really play. And now those kids are a year older, and they're very hungry. And and you know, they had four guys in double figures in that game, and, and Singleton led the way with 27. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, that league is so darn good. Um, I'll tell you what, the Greater Metro. Uh, you cannot make a case for any league being even close uh, to how good that league is from top to bottom. Um, it's like the old Metro Conference back in the day, you know, when Paul Nowak was at Marquette High. And uh, I mean, it's just so competitive. I mean, there's every team in that league uh, can snap up and and, uh, and get a win. Um, and, uh, you know, that was no different, obviously, uh, with Tosa East and Sussex. Hey, and then Sussex goes and plays Menominee Falls um, last night. And if you, if I just tell you that, look, they, they had two. There's a lot of good players on the floor, no doubt. But the two, the two players that that you would probably highlight, one from each team, one had 11 and one had 35, and it was Trimble who had 35, and Baldwin had 11. Yet Sussex Hamilton won 71-63. So I'm looking at the box score and I'm going, hold on a second. Falls did a great job on, on Baldwin. Trimble goes off for 35. Yes, Sussex Hamilton gets the win, uh, 71-63. And so I, I guess if I had to get to a game last night, if I could have, I would have probably gone to that one. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head. A lot, a lot of really good players on the floor in that game. Tanner Rush is another one from uh, from Sussex Hamilton, who's a really good player. Can, yeah, really can score the ball. Um, of course, the big news out of that game was the injury to Patrick Baldwin Jr. Right. Um, you know, and that's how, why he had 11 points. Uh, how how and, do, you, do you know the the uh, how bad was the injury? Well, I think it's pretty serious. I don't have any uh, you know any inside information in, in the sense of uh, 
you know, what's been diagnosed. I don't even know if the Baldwin family has been, um, I guess, as they might be at the doctor as we speak. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, or maybe they took him in last night. I mean, it, uh, if you saw the play, he came down pretty hard. And, and uh, uh, the initial report was maybe it was an Achilles, but that, thank goodness, was ruled out. Um, it, it looks like it's more of an ankle, but it's a pretty severe ankle from what pretty much everyone is saying. Um, so, you know, we would certainly wish Patrick uh, a very speedy recovery. And, um, you know, I, I, people say, who's the best player to ever come out of Wisconsin? And I, I'll tell you what, I, I, I think Patrick Baldwin not only is in the discussion, but, but he might be the best player. Uh, considering all he can do on the basketball floor, what a great young man he is on and off yes. the court. Uh, I, I think he, he's very, very special. And um, we, we, we certainly hope and pray that he's, he's he gets back on the floor this year. Oh, 100%. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, for Andy Cerrone and the kids at Sussex Hamilton, um, yeah, it's, it's just it's, basketball is an interesting thing. It just kind of mirrors life. You know, you wake up this morning and you think, man, did my life just change drastically in the 20, last 24 hours? You know, you think you got the best player in the country on your team, uh, one day and the next day, you know, it, it appears that, that uh, he's going to be out of the lineup for probably a substantial amount of time. Well, I hope um, not. So you, yeah, you wake up with kind of a dark feeling, you know, and and, and yet, you know, if you're uh, toast to East last Wednesday morning, you woke up pretty happy. You know, you just beat Sussex Hamilton. So, um, yeah, we, uh, you know, I, what you really got to also uh, mention here is how Sussex sucked it up and got that win last night on Yo. the road with Patrick out of the lineup and, you know, Nolan Ryder had a big game and, and Luther Smith and obviously uh, Tanner Resch, we mentioned him before. Uh, those guys all stepped up big time and, and, and got the win despite Seth having another great game. Uh, and he, I'll tell you what, Seth Trimble is one of the more exciting kids to watch. He, he really, he really can get it going. And, um, you know, Sussex did a nice job on Stephen Clay. He had 10 points. You know, he's usually a little higher than that in, in terms of, uh, his ability to impact the game and, and score more, but uh, they they obviously had their hands full with with Seth, um, and he had five triples last night. And, you know he can get to the rim, he can he can finish above the rim. I mean he he's he's pretty darn dynamic, a really good player. Yeah, he is. Hey Mark, thank you so much, and and I'm gonna reach out to you a lot this year with 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 this show. And and again, I started the show by saying this, but on a very selfish note. I'm so sad that I'm still going to take those days off, but I'm not really, I might just kind of hang out outside of your house or something and just wave to you every once in a while because I'm so <laughs> used to coming and seeing the WBY shootout. Yeah. I, I look yeah. so forward to, to coming back, you know, next year and, and um, being a part of it and anything that I obviously we can do here at 1250 AM, the, the fan to, to promote it. We will. And, uh, uh, certainly Merry Christmas to your family. Again, if you're listening to this show, you like high school basketball, the Wisconsin Basketball Yearbook. If you haven't picked it up yet, the 36th annual, it is a must. So pick it up, take a look at it. And anytime that you want to know something about a team, uh, Mark Miller does as good a job as anybody in the country on this stuff. And, and uh, look, he knows how I feel about him, uh, not just as a basketball guy, but as a man. So, Mark, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Okay, thanks, Mike. Appreciate the kind words. Take care and stay well. Thank you very much. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Director of Advertising for Pick and Save, Jet Hansen, is going to join us, and we'll talk to him and just thank him for everything he does, for the stuff that we do here and a grassroots, very local campaign that they do with for our high school athletes. And uh, Jed will join us on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Presented, as always, by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. So, speaking of pick-and-save, you know, uh, next segment, we're going to be joined by our pick-and-save student-athlete of the week. And because I get to make, the, I get to call the shots on this show every once in a while, uh, we're going a little bit off, uh, off the beaten path a tad. It's a basketball coaches show, but I'm going to uh, talk with Lakeland Graves who is a state champion volleyball player from Sussex Hamilton. 
a 4.1 student, and she's our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week for this week. And I look forward to having her on. But before we get to her, I'm now joined by Jed Hansen. He is the Director of Advertising for our local Pick and Save stores. And I just wanted to have him on to say thank you so much for the partnership throughout the years. Jed, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mike. How are you? I'm doing good. Happy holidays to you and your family. I hope everybody is healthy. Hi, they are. Thank you. That's excellent. Hey, Jed, so I haven't told this story in a really long time, but with you on, I need to need to tell the story. Um, when I first started doing these shows, uh, the, the high school show, I had a bank that did our pick and save, or our, not our pick and save, it was the bank student athlete, and we would go to the school and add a practice and I would bring a branch manager with me who would say a couple of things to the to the team and get a chance to talk to them and then highlight that student athlete and it went on for I think a year and a half and they changed their marketing um, person who then called and said hey would you come out and see me I said sure I go out and see him and he said look that that student athlete thing we're going to get away from I go really he goes yeah uh, that's the first thing that we're going to get away from so I'd like, uh, I'd like to give you a 30-day notice. Well, the next day, I called corporate down by you guys. And I said, hey, I've got a great program that I think would be really good for you guys. Can I come see you? And the people there said, sure, come on down. And so we talked about this. And at the end, I said, hey, once a week in the evening, I'll go to the local pick-and-save store, the closest to the school. And I'll invite the family, I'll invite the, uh, his teammates or her teammates, the coaching staff, and we'll meet at that store. And we're going to have a beautiful plaque, a pick-and-save student-athlete of the week plaque that the store director can then hand off, get a chance to meet everybody there. We'll get some pictures. We'll put them up on our website. You put them up on your Facebook page. And the people that down, down by you said, you're going to do that in the evening once a week. I said, yep, every week. And they said, okay, let's give it a shot. Well, the first one was a young man named Jack Ritzman down in Waterford. And on my way down to, to, to the store, Jed, I called the store director and told him, and he said, I haven't heard anything about this. I said, it's relatively new. Here's who I'm working with back at corporate. If you want to give him a call, but this is what's going to happen. Well, so Jack and his entire family, his mom, his dad, sisters, his brother, um, his, his aunt, uncle, and then grandma and grandpa came and some other players and coaches. And his grandmother was in a wheelchair, and she was a, just a really nice lady. And when she got done, when we got done with this, she lifted herself up and hugged the store director and said, thank you for doing this for my grandson. And he oh, looked wow, at me, and he incredible. goes, hey, man. And so I am driving back, and, and somebody from your office called me and said, you set that up. I said, I swear <laughs> I didn't set that up. I swear. No, that really happened. And from there, Jed, this thing, is it's been like that every single week and i can't thank you guys at pick and save enough that you you do so much you know we we, we hear so many bad things and for us to be able to highlight promote and celebrate a, a kid from our community who's doing really good work you know on the court in the classroom at his home in the community and for them to be able to to come on the air with me and then for us to give that award i i just can't say thank you enough to you guys at pick and save yeah, well, Mike, thank you, too. I'm glad you brought that opportunity for us because it sure has been a great partnership, and you've been able to highlight so many fantastic student-athletes over that time. I, I really have, and, and thank you for that. You know, it's interesting because uh, people people will, like, they don't make fun of me, but they'll, they'll say, hey, thanks, Pick and Save, because in my commercials <laughs> that I do for you at the end, I always go, thanks, Pick and Save. So people will come up to me at a grocery store, at your grocery store, or at a gas station and say, hey, McGivern, thanks, Pick and Save. And I go, hey, you're welcome. And we always laugh about it. You know, the interesting part of this partnership that we've had for a long time is you guys put this trust in me, and, and, and I thank you for that. And what I've been able to do now is be able to just find these kids at different schools. And we go from Kenosha, you know, to Grafton to, you know, past Waukesha and everywhere in between to find kids that are doing great things and then be able to highlight and promote and celebrate. Jed, with Pick and Save and, and some of the things that you guys believe as far as giving back to the community, th this kind of stuff comes natural and kind of easy for you guys. Uh, yeah, it sure does. Um, you know, we, we want to be a part of our community. You know, we, we think we're a vital part of the community in terms of providing residents with their everyday essentials, 
offering employment to those looking for an opportunity. These are kind of the connections that we're trying to foster. You know, it's, it's a bit different, of course, during these times, but it's a big focus for us, uh, whether it be in-store experiences or simply a friendly greeting with when loading a pickup order into a customer's vehicle. You know, it's that, that community, sense of community that we're really, really uh, focused on. Hey, do you know what's what's really funny about a lot of these? Each week when I'm out at one of these stores, when the when the parents walk in or the aunts and uncles walk in, they know the store director. They they go, hey, how's it going? Good. It's nice to see you again. Oh, this is your son or this is your daughter. Or the, the Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week works at the store. And they go, when I call over the store director and say, hey, here's what's going on. For most of them now I've worked with, some still haven't been part of it. So I'll try to call a little bit earlier and say, hey, if, if you have any issues, um, you can give Jed a call or give Emily a call um, because they know I'm coming. And mm-hmm. they'll say, what's the student athlete's name? And I'll tell them, they go, well, he, he works here. I go, yeah, I know. Isn't that awesome? And they just start <laughs> laughing. And they, they, it's like one big uh, happy reunion when, they, when the aunts come in and, the, and the, uh, the parents come in because they seem to, to all know the store director. Hey, um, Jed, when, when you guys, um, th- during this time and with COVID, things have really changed in your business. I mean, it's really changed. And the amount of things that you do to, to, to get people comfortable, I mean, with the drive through and the delivery and all of that thing, all the stuff that you do has, has gotten much more important, I think, to, to a lot of people in our community. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we, we've had to find a different way to interact with you know, our communities. And our uh, pickup piece, you know, we don't have necessarily some of those customers coming into our stores now, but... It's still an opportunity for us, you know, when we're delivering those groceries to their car, you have that interaction with those customers and still be able to see their faces. So, you know, it's a bit different for us now, but, uh, you know, we, we've adjusted and, you know, we're trying to keep everybody safe and still be able to serve our customers in the best way we can. You know, we, um, my wife and I, Terry, only shop, well, we shop at, you know, a, a number of pick and saves, but our store is 126th and Capitol. And my wife knows the pharmacist. She knows the checkout people. She knows. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. kind of like she does our shopping for the most part. And if I go with her, you know, people are like, hi, Terry. She's like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, how do you know? Oh, because I'm here all the time, Michael. This is the checkout girl I come to because we talk about life. I said, that's that's awesome. I, I, I like that. I didn't know that. You know, we have done the programs that, that we have done, you and I and Emily and the people that uh, at corporate have done over the years have all been that grassroots kind of, let's talk about this pick and save student athlete of the week. The Johnsonville broad stop that we used to do and hopefully one day we can get back to, the idea behind that, Jed, was for, for, for us, for my guys, to bring that grill out and find a nonprofit or a, a club or a community or somebody who was trying to raise some money and a, a mile from each store, and we would bring them in each Saturday, and all they would do is sell brats. We would cook them. We'd get them. Johnsonville would get them to us, and your store directors would be so kind to help us out. But the idea behind that was to raise three, four, five hundred $500 on a Saturday for a volleyball team or a missionary group or a – you know, whatever, whatever it was, we would find those groups. And it just, again, showed that you guys believe so much in that local community right around those stores. Oh, yeah. And those are great opportunities and things we're looking for. It, it helps the, it helps us uh, communicate with the uh, community, and it, it helps those teams in the community as well, too. You know, we... Our associates live in these communities. Our customers live in these communities, and we want these communities to thrive and to do our part where we see a match, such as sponsoring programs like the Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. Well, I can't uh, thank you enough. It's been a lot of years, and, you know, you guys are involved in in my Friday Night Scoreboard show and my youth sports show and, and this one, and this is the one that we really, I think, have taken off with something that's, been been around the country at least with some radio stations that that are part of the Centercom group they'll call and say hey can you talk a little bit about that that pick and save student athlete of the week and how you do that and how it's set up and and it's been wonderful the other part of this um jed that we're going to get back to and we haven't done for i don't know probably a year is i bring in some of the the the, pick, the former pick and save student athletes of the week and we record a commercial with them 
where they say, hey, look, I, I'm so proud to be, you know, the, the, the Cedarburg High School Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week from our football team. I want to thank my local Pick and Save stores. And here's where I'm going next year. I'm going off to college. I'm going to Whitewater. Or I'm going to Madison or I'm going to lacrosse. And I just want to thank, you know, Pick and Save for giving me this award. I then I send them to you guys and you guys start playing them in stores and I'll have kids that will call and go, um, Mr. McGovern, my aunt lives in Wapaka and she heard me on the over the loudspeaker in Wapaka and I go, yeah, that's exactly what we're doing with those commercials and we're playing them on air. So, you know, Jed, this this program has uh, has really done good work with with kids in, in our community and pick and saves community. And I just want to thank you so much for continuing the partnership that we have. Yeah, and again, thank you, Mike, too. You know, and you know, this is a way to celebrate the successes of these talented student athletes, you know, their families, programs, schools, and communities as a whole. So, uh, you know, we we just want to make a positive impact on these kids and those around them. So it's a great experience for everyone involved, and you know, just so. Thank you so much for everything you do and uh, what you do to bring this program to life. You bet. When you get to a break, he is Jed Hansen. He is the uh, director of advertising for our local Pick and Save stores. And you know what? You guys can make fun of me all you want. Thanks, Pick and Save, because that's what I believe. And we could not do this kind of stuff without them. On the other side of the break, Lakin Graves, she is a state champion in volleyball for Sussex Hamilton. She's also our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week, and we'll get to her on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. So who is this week's Student Athlete of the Week? Who's making a difference in their community, in their classroom, and on the court? Let's meet the Pick and Save High School Student Athlete of the Week, brought to you by your local Pick and Save stores where Wisconsin saves on groceries. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. So basketball, we just transitioned from football to basketball, and we love doing the next two segments. One is our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week, and then we go into our current electric superheroes of the week this week. And... I decided that, you know what, let's uh, let's get away from basketball this week and let's talk to a state champion. And so I called over to Sussex Hamilton because they won a state championship in volleyball. And, and I really like their volleyball coach there. And, and she's very excited. And she said, you know what, I've got a lot of really good student athletes, but I have one in particular. And uh, Lakin Graves, who is a state champion. I don't have to just keep saying state champion in front of your name, do I, Lakin? <laughs> no. Good. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, let's before we get into the academic side of of and you do a great job on, on both the volleyball court and the academics. Let's talk about that state championship. You guys, it was kind of a never say die kind of deal for you. And there's a couple of times I would think that especially in that in the finals that you thought, boy, maybe this just isn't going to be our day. But you guys kept digging and clawing and, and got yourself a state championship. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. How, 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 uh, how excited were you to, to, yeah. to play with those, you know, your teammates and, and to, to finish the deal like that? It was just so great. Um, very much a dream come true. And I think that what really helped us is, you know, by the time we made it to state, we just said like, we have done so well this season. We've reached a lot of our goals and, Anything from this point on is just kind of extra. So, like, we tried to take the pressure off ourselves. Like, it's not that big of a deal. We're just going to go out. We're going to play as hard as we can. And whatever happens, happens. And I think that that's what helped us when we were really down. Like, there just wasn't that much pressure because we trusted each other and we knew that we're just going to have fun and do our best. Like, did you, did you play, had you played, um, played volleyball with these girls uh, for all through youth volleyball as well have you played because you I'm sure you play on, on club teams do you play against some of your teammates yeah um our core like the senior group that we had there were seven of us and we've been on the same junior chargers team since seventh grade wow so we've been together a long time and then we had um in total like 11 returners so we had a lot of other younger girls who were also been playing with at high school for a while and then, like you said, um, with club, we'll play each other on different teams and see them at tournaments. So we've played a lot together and against each other over the years. 
Boy, you know what? Especially for the ones, for the seniors that have played together since seventh grade, what a special moment that had to be when the dust settles, right? When the cheering gets done and you guys are getting all the jumping around and how excited, get in the locker room, and then everything, you take a breath, and it had to be like, man, what a great journey I've been on with these girls. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it was really cool when we had our end-of-the-season banquet. Like, we make a slideshow with pictures. And just going through our camera rolls, like, it's crazy just how much time we spent together. So it, it was a really cool moment to share with people who I would honestly call my best friends. Boy, that you know what, man, I, I thank you for saying that. I, that. What a wonderful statement. That is, and, and I want to thank Tracy, who's the, the head ba- the head basketball, the head volleyball coach at Sussex <laughs> Hamilton, because she's been so kind with her time with some of the things that we've been able to do from this radio station for your team, where you were our UW Credit Union Team of the Week, came out and gave you uh, that trophy from UW Credit yep. Union, and then with, with you being such a good student and such a good athlete, it just made it really an easy fit, and Pick and Save loves celebrating people like you. Lakin, let's talk a little bit about the academics. Your motivation for being such a good student athlete, where does that come from? Um, I would say that my volleyball motivation comes from just uh, a very competitive drive that I have. Like I always want to win, and so that helps me. And then, especially this year, but just wanting to do the best I can for the team. Like I'll do, for these girls, like I'll do anything. Like I'll stay the extra reps. We'll go lift harder. Like we just want to do the best for each other. And um, as far as school, I honestly, I do like learning and like finding out new things. So that helps. But um, long term, I really want to help people with whatever career I end up in. And I want to just make people's lives better. So I try to focus on that with school and set myself up to succeed as much as I can now. Boy, that's awesome. So that servant leadership heart is something that you have. Yeah, yeah. Man, good for you. Do you know, our next segment, we're, we do this thing called the Current Electric Superheroes of the Week, and I ask them, because I don't know, like, if, if a servant leadership heart is something that is learned or if it's something that we're born with. And and I think it's learned behavior. Um, yeah. And, and, and so there aren't, I don't know if you're 17 or 18 years old, but there aren't a lot of 17 or 18-year-olds that have that, and if they and if they don't have it, can they be taught it as they get older? I'm not sure. Do you know where you're going to go to school next year yet? Uh, no, I I don't know. And so there there are. Uh, do you want to play volleyball at the next level? Yeah, I'm hoping to. Well, I can tell you this that um and and grade point wise, what do you have? Where where are you at? Uh, I have a four point one six seven. We are not twins, just so you know. Like, there's no, we are not twins. I, I'm a horrible volleyball player, and your grade point average, nothing like mine was over at Messmer High School a zillion years ago. Uh, what's your favorite subject? Uh, I really like math and chemistry, so like science things too. Like, in re- just remember, whatever, wherever you go to school and you get out of school and you start your own company, it's a big company, and I come interview <laughs> for you, with you to open the door for people as they come in and out of your company. Remember how nice I was to you on this Perfect. interview. Hey, um, I'll keep it in mind. Keep it. Oh, really? Well, look at you, little wise guy from Sussex. Well played. <laughs> um, so what happens next week, Lincoln, is you and I will, uh, and I've got your number, and we'll figure out. Um, an evening after school that works for you and your family. And, and certainly, you know, I'll call Tracy, your coach, and see if we can get some of your teammates, especially those seniors, to join us at your, your local pick-and-save store. And we will we have a beautiful award for you for being our pick-and-save student-athlete of the week. We'll get some pictures. We'll probably laugh a little bit, we'll, all of that. <laughs> we'll talk some stories. Um, you'll be nicer to me than you were just now a minute ago. I'm just kidding, of course. And we will um, celebrate that you are uh, certainly a true student athlete. And that the word student is first. It's true student athlete. And Pick and Save loves celebrating uh, people like you. So congratulations on being this week's Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. Thank you so much. I look forward to meeting you in person, and I will be in touch uh, either this weekend or early next week. And uh, if you could uh, figure that out with your parents, what evening works best for you, I will make sure I'm available for it. Awesome. Sounds great. All right, Lakin. Have a good weekend. 
You too. Thank you. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to introduce you to our current electric superheroes of the week. And I've known these girls for a long time. And uh, I look forward to having them on and, and letting you know and our listeners know some of the great things that Kate and Anna Fleming are doing. And just like Lake and Graves, I'll tell you what, uh, they're volleyball players too. And they care about their grades and they, they are homeschooled. So it's a little different, this, this current electric superhero of the week, a little different this week. But you're going to be really impressed with these two, just like you were with Lakin. We'll get to a break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.